Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. This is the show Self Expressions, and I am your host, Brother Robert Popop Hudson. And uh, welcome, and uh, thanks for letting me into your home for this evening. Uh, tonight, um, we are uh, going to be going into uh, the book of John, and we're going to be covering chapter 11, and we're going to be going through verses 1 through 45. We'll give you a chance to go ahead and uh, turn to that. And uh, before, you know, uh, we get you know get started, <clears throat> uh, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Uh, we do have a call-in number. You can call us in at 319-527-6091. And uh, you just press the number one, we can get you in. So, you, you know, if you want to uh, talk to me tonight, okay. And um, this is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network, so let's get started. And uh, let's, you know, this is going to be short and sweet because I do have a prior commitment later on tonight. Well, put it in plain English, I got to work later on tonight. So uh, we're going to make this short and sweet, and uh, we're going to get into the, the meat of a lot of good things um, in Chapter John, verses 1145. And tonight's show is titled, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. But I'm going to uh, change that title to The Lazarus Effect. All right? And um, while we're going to go back, and I'm going to just let you know again, we are covering John, Chapter 11, verses 1 through 45. And um, <clears throat> just to let you know that we're also simulcasting uh, live on Facebook, on Facebook Live. Okay, and um, one of the things I, I just want to pose the question out there is just one of those why things. And it's, uh, you know, the English language is just baffling to me, and let alone explaining that to somebody that has, you know, uh, you know, they've come, you know, from a different place, you know, like a different country, and explaining things like, uh, uh, for dinner, I, I did have hamburger, and the only thing that I was puzzled about is that, you know, it actually doesn't have any ham, you know, in hamburger. I was wondering why they call it hamburger if there's no ham at all. You know, if I was a person that, you know, didn't eat, you know, pork, you know, I would be thinking that it would be implied that ham was in it. Um, the same thing with, with turkey ham. You know, sometimes I eat a turkey ham sandwich, but, you know, that turkey doesn't have any ham in it. So that's just one of the things that I'm baffled about. But <clears throat> let's get into the meat of things since we have a short time tonight. So we're going to cover John chapter 11, verses 1 through 45. Okay, and basically it covers the, the raising of Lazarus, and it's one of the last miracles that Jesus performed. <clears throat> it's also the, the clearest sign of who he is, the Son of God, the promised Messiah, and the Savior of the world. You know, it set the stage for Jesus' own death and resurrection. You know, and according to the book of John, and those who witnessed the miracle went back and told the temple leaders what happened. And so we go, the chief priests, therefore, and the Pharisees gathered the council and said, what are we doing for this man who does many signs? If we leave him alone like this, everyone will believe in him. And the Romans will come and take away both our place and our nation. So for this day forward, 
they took counsel that they might put him to death. And that's going to be covered, John chapter 11, and that's in 47, 53. And I just want to let you know that we're covering John chapter 11, 1 through 45. But I do encourage you to read the whole chapter of John chapter 11 because it does put in place a lot of precedent of what's ultimately to happen to Jesus. And, you know, from there, um, I just want to just, you know, go ahead back. And so basically we're going to start going over, we're going to cover what's in chapter 1. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus, from Bethany, of the village of Mary and her sister Martha. <clears throat> John, you know, we just assume that you, you know, um, and from to start off in, in chapter John, that you assume the kind of relationship that Jesus had with Mary and Martha and Lazarus, they were among Jesus' closest friends. He stayed in the house when he, you know, when he came to Jerusalem, and it was a spiritual hangout. He enjoyed their hospitality. He cherished their friendship. While he had many followers, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus were three of his favorites. This gives us a glimpse into the, you know, basically uh, the human nature of Jesus. That, that is, you know, to, you know, to feel a certain attraction to some and not others. Uh, we all know that, you know, that's how like, you know, that that's how, you know, we get to like some people. You know, call it chemistry, if you like, or you know, good vibes that you're receiving from people. You know, something about, you know, being around. Uh, certain people, you know, awakens, you know, basically a spirit, and you feel drawn to them. And sometimes you get, you know, uh, some kind of camaraderie, you know, and you form a special bond, you know, and uh, so why should, you know, Jesus be any different? Okay, so John, the book of John goes on to tell us that Lazarus was ill. And uh, basically, you know, it was an understatement. You know, he was he was near the point of death. And uh, Mary... And Martha sent, you know, you know, send word to for Jesus to, you know, come at once, you know, and just to, the, you know, just the, the, you know, not to be splitting hairs, but, you know, we can, you know, um, you know, really feel the emotions that Mary and Martha were feeling, to, uh, you know, and, you know, a lot of people that that were known, you know, in that village that Lazarus was Jesus's. Uh, a close friend and you know so they figure you know we just you know send word and you know let jesus know you know uh come forth you know lazarus is sick and so they they sent you know for for word to be you know for jesus to know <clears throat> that uh lazarus was sick and they wanted him to come right away and at that time jesus was lying low and when he got the message, you know, and he had a run-in with the Pharisees in Jerusalem. You know, they threatened to stone him or to have him arrested. And that's covered in John 10, 31, 39, and 40. Nevertheless, he got the message in, he for whom you have great affection for is sick, which was, you know, stated in the message. And basically it was uh, – uh, a message of urgency, and it was also a plea for help. You know, given that, you know, you would think that Jesus would drop everything and rush, you know, back to Bethany, but um, no. <clears throat> now Jesus, love Martha, and her sister, and Lazarus, when therefore he had heard that he was sick, he stayed two days in the place where he was. And that's covered in John chapter 11, 5, and 6. 
you know, and basically uh, this wasn't our first clue that Jesus was about to do something great. Um, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to cover going to John 4, uh, 11-4. Okay, this is not to death before the glory of God. Well, let me start again. This is this sickness is not to death before the glory of God, that God's Son may be glorified by it. And we're going to go in, and if, and if you're paying attention, it should, it should raise a question, but didn't Lazarus die? And the answer to that is yes, he did. And that leads us to a bigger question. What does it mean to live? What does it mean to die? To live is to be one with God in the whole of God's creation. To die is to be separated from God and at odds with the world around you. And we put too much emphasis on life. You know, life is, is what it is. There's no getting out of life alive. And if you're thinking differently, then no, uh, you're, you're terribly wrong. You know, they may or may not be reincarnation, but the one thing that we do know is that you will not get out of out of life alive. And the one thing to ensure for you know our internal uh, soul to be at peace is to be with God. And so we're going to cover Matthew uh, six thirty three. But seek first God's kingdom and His righteousness. All these things will be given to you as well. Okay, and so and then that's in Matthew chapter six thirty three, and I just wanted to cover that and just to let you know, you know, real quickly, that you know, even though life is governed by the the power, of the, you know, the tongue is governed by the power of life and death, and, you know, what we say is you know is 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 what we be. But the one thing that we we want to make sure that we do know that we place and we full heartedly accept God in our heart. And with that, um, you know, put the Lord first, and he will give you the strength and the vitality you need to experience life in abundance however long you live. And that is, that is important. Uh, that it's important that you know that. Um, a lot of us, we, we say we believe in God. We say that, you know, um, we trust in him. But truly, do we trust in him? Or do we just say that as, a, 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 you know, as a sounding board, to say, hey, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all along, I'm, I'm all aboard, you know. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I believe in him. Yeah, I believe in, in, in what he's doing. But you know, do you really truly believe? And that's where you know, it, it's you know, life is governed by what the, by what the tongue says. So let's you know, let's get back um, in line right now. So Jesus stayed and he stayed there for two more days, and he told his disciples. Let's go on to Judea, Judea again, and that's covered in John chapter uh, 11, 7. Disciples tried to stop him. They said, Rabbi, the Jews were trying to stone you, and you're going to go there again? And that's covered in John chapter 11, 8. And so basically what they were just saying, it was like, oh, we can't believe that you're going to go there because they just, you know, sentenced you to be stoned to death. So in a sense, you know, they were right. You know, it would be basically for what they were saying, a suicidal for Jesus to go back to Jerusalem. But again, Jesus was on a different plane, you know, a plan. You know, all that mattered was that for him to complete his mission. And he said, aren't there 12 hours of daylight? 
If a man walks in the day, he doesn't stumble because he sees the light of this world. But if a man walks in the night, he stumbles because the light isn't in him. And that's covered in John chapter 11, 9, and 10. Okay, and, um, it, you know, it's easy to get caught up in, you know, what others would have have you to think. Uh, you know, and so, you know, to be faithful and to seek God's will for, for your life and, you know, to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit and to let the chips fall where they may. You know, Jesus would go to Jerusalem and it cost him his life, so be it. He, you know, and so he told his disciples, Lazarus is dead. I'm glad for your sake that I was not there so that you may believe. Nevertheless, let's go to him. And that's covered in uh, chapter. And so just as a blind blindness gives Jesus an opportunity to demonstrate the power of God, to give sight to the blind. And, um, you know, so Lazarus' death will give Jesus an opportunity to demonstrate the power of God to raise the dead to new life. God doesn't cause bad things to happen to innocent people, but, but but God can use misfortune to bless, you know, us in unexpected ways. If we were to turn to him in this way and have an opportunity to be, you know, witness of faith to others, you know, one of the elders, you know, um, in our church <clears throat> um, basically posed the question, you know, uh, would you have, you know, God with you? you know, before or after, you know, uh, he, he you know, you receive a miracle. And you would say, well, you say, can you say that question again? What do you mean? Would you have God with you before or after the miracle happens? And, you know, and the one thing I, I would like to say is that, yes, I would like to be with him, with me during both times. Because, uh, you know, why witness a miracle and did not have God in your presence? You know, some people say, yeah, I would like to have him there with me. But, you know, in, in the same sense, after the miracle is performed, you know, you do everything in, in your, in, you know, in your power to let him, let his presence leave you. Why go through all the trouble? I would rather have him with me before and after the miracle is performed. So let's get back in there. I, You know, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will still live. Even if he dies, whoever lives and believes in me will never die. You know, then he asks, you know, um, you know, he asks Martha, do you believe this? And Martha said, yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, God's son, he who comes into, into the world. And now, you know, at, at this point, you know, I know, um, I'm just going to assume that you have read this chapter before. And one of the things that I would like to say is that, you know, Jesus is there and, you know, Jesus knows that, you know, pain, he, he's been with, you know, these people, he's ate with these people. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, that you have to do is even though you're angry at people, even though people are not doing what you expect them to do, even when you, think or you have an idea that this these people have this person may have the power to you know help me you know and they didn't do it you know sometimes things happen for a reason whether it's intentional or unintentional and one of the things you know here that's right before us is that death so Lazarus is dead and Martha and Mary 
stalker Jesus. Because, you know, they know that Jesus was, you know, Lazarus was Jesus' friend. And they're, they're probably thinking, well, why did you take your time? Why, you know, why you could have been here two days ago. You could have, you know, you wouldn't tired of with anything. But the one thing that we, you know, we fail to realize is that, you know, anything that happens in our, in our life, that, you know, God's going to make sure that it works out for the good. And so we're going to go ahead and we're going to read 34. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews weeping who came with her, he groaned in, 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 in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? <clears throat> so they took him to the tomb of where Lazarus was buried. And the shortest verse in the Bible, it says, Jesus wept. And that's in John 35. Yes, it's the shortest verse in the Bible. And if you say to someone that I do know a verse in the Bible and it's something that I can easily remember, you can say, Jesus, well, you have just learned the verse in the Bible. Congratulations. And, yes, it is a, a one of, even though it's the, the, the very shortest verse in the Bible, it means so much. You know, consider the significance of these two words, Jesus, well, if you ever need permission to grieve, here it is. It's actually a, a verb used literally, and it just means in a sense of letting out your emotions, of crying and tears. You know, the sense of it is that Jesus didn't simply get teary-eyed. He, he shook with emotion from the depths of his soul. If you ever wept uncontrollably in, in anguish, you know what it means. You know, faith in God and the pain of separation and loss, you know, and it awful goes hand in hand. And so it, it's powerfully and, and emotional that you, you really, at this moment that you see that, you know, Jesus was caught up in the emotions of sadness, uh, of grieving and, and grief. So, yes, even Jesus felt grief because when Jesus was, you know, confronted, you know, with the death of his closest friends, he wept. And so when we come in times, yes, sometimes, yes, yes, you know, we will be facing those moments, and yes, we will weep. So it goes on to say that Jesus went to the tomb. And when he got there, he asked that the stone be taken away. Martha objected. She said, you know, Lord, by this time, you know, there's a stench for, you know, he's been dead four days. And that's in John 11, 30, 39. Jesus says, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see God's glory? And that's in John eleven forty. Then they rolled the stone away, and Jesus looked to God and prayed. Then he called out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And that's covered in John eleven forty three. Lazarus came out, and his body was still wrapped in burial cloth. And Jesus says, free him, let him go. And that's covered in uh, 11, John eleven forty four. It was a miracle and a clear display of God's power. It was also a simple sign that Jesus was the Christ. The question was how to respond. Therefore, many of the Jews who came to Mary and saw that Jesus, what Jesus did, believed in him. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things which Jesus had, had done, which is covered in chapter 11, 45, and 46. For the Pharisees and the henchmen, in the beginning of the, you know, the end, Jesus, uh, of Jesus, you know, and for those of, of faith, it was the beginning of, of a new life. 
and, you know, we're going to stop right there. And, you know, the one thing that I just, you know, um, hope you understand that, you know, uh, throughout, you know, what we're covering, even though I didn't cover every chapter of John 11, I do encourage you to, you know, go back and, and read that, uh, that very chapter, uh, 11:45. And this is um, what I just wanted to, you know, bring into, you know, um, what has transpired. And what has transpired is that, you know, Jesus through his very, very many miracles, you know, we have uh, a problem, and we still do have a problem of, uh, of those people back then and in those days is where they actually had to see to actually start believing. And the, one of the reasons why when Jesus got the word that Lazarus was on his deathbed and that he took his time is because he said they need to see this. And and they, they really do need to see this. Because one of the things that we don't understand that God is an on-time God, and God will always going to be there on time, whether we think it's late or not. You know, whether, you know, we think that, you know, the $800 that we got in the mail should have came in a week before, you know, when our rent was due, you know, or when, you know, our car, our, my, my car payment was due. You know, it, it's not about you. It's about being placed in what his word says and what he commands us to do. God will have his way, but he's, 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 he's a gentleman. God is not going to force his way. When he came in to see about Lazarus, when he came, he stopped. He stopped and Martha greeted him. And then when she got, went and got married, he waited for them to, you know, say their words, and then he came about his business. You know, I am about my father's business. Basically, is what he wanted the world to know. I am about my father's business, and I am here to do it, and he done it. And the one thing that we have to understand is that, yes, you know, we do think that the timing of God and his miracles are untimely, but to him, no, no, it's not. And if you still think right now today that the miracles that he provides in your life is untimely, and if you think the miracles that are performed that's in your life is too small, then you need to get up and try again. You need to get up, you know, you need to get on your knees and you need to pray to God and say, you know, you need forgiveness and understanding because, you know, he is, you know, God has done so much for us. He's done so much for us. And even right now, you know, some people are still twisting their lips and saying, no, you know, uh, he, you know, he, he didn't do what I want. But, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm here to, to, to just let you know that, you know, there are times that it seems like God has not been effective at all in your life. But the one thing that I can tell you that is that you did open your eyes this morning. You know, you did get up, even though you didn't thank him, even though he didn't have to, you know, he didn't rub it in and says, you're welcome. No, you know, what he's done is he just, you know, he, he's been providing, you know, miracles throughout our lives and lives of others. You know, one of the prayers that I say before I go, you know, go to work, you know, I say, God, please protect me from, you know, the dangers that's out there, seen or unseen. There may be some things to prevent me from being in an accident by me just, you know, being a couple minutes late or leaving a couple minutes early. You never know. But, I, you know, I, I, I thank God, and I, you know, I, that he offers me, you know, my wish of that prayer of, you know, protecting me. You know, 
and, and you know, as we, you know, get closer to, you know, uh, the day of resurrection uh, that, you know, that we celebrate, you know, here is that the reason why, you know, I was mentioning this story is because I want everybody to understand that, you know, there is a little bit of uh, Lazarus, you know, where uh, we feel as though that, you know, we've, we've, we've died. And we have, you know, you know, there is no way for us to rise again. But there is, there is. And you know, one thing that I can I can tell you that you know, you have to get in right right relationships with with God. And uh, so right now, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to offer the call of salvation. And the call of salvation is for those that you know need to get right with with, with God. You know, and they want to bring Christ back into you know into their life. Or if you already had him in your life and you let it slip away and that you need to gain it back, you know, you can do that right now. All you have to do is say, God, I'm a sinner, and I wish to renounce my ways of sins, and I wish to, you know, get in right relationships with you. I need to uh, let you know that I accepted, you know, the sacrifice of Christ, you know, your son, your only begotten son, and he died on the cross for me and my sins, you know, and I, I just want to make sure that I renew and rededicate my life and, you know, get back in right relationships. And, you know, go ahead and, um, you know, just bring myself back into, you know, you know, your graces and live, you know, the rest of my life, you know, through your mercy and your grace and, you know, spread the gospel, you know, throughout the world and to every each and every, you know, person I come in contact with. You don't have to say that in the same exact words, but, you know, you can just say, hey, you know, um, I, I just, you know, turned over a new leaf. I'm a new creature. Uh, once you say that, you can just, you know, let someone know. You can let your friend, your mom, your, you know, your, your cousins, uh, your uncles, anybody, aunts. And they say, no, I just, you know, change, you know, turn my life over to Christ. And, you know, once you say that, you're saved, you know. And you can just go ahead, and, you know, and just get nurtured in the word of Christ. You know, uh, the best thing, you know, we su- I suggest you do, or, you know, we suggest you do is that you find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary that are nurtured the word of Christ. And if you can't find that uh, church home, we're a church here without walls where you can just uh, be nurtured in the word of Christ until you feel comfortable and when you, until you find that church home. And, um, you know, hey, welcome to the kingdom of Christ. And uh, just, just welcome. And welcome to the kingdom. All right. So real quickly, I am going to go ahead and I'm going to jump into the announcements, and then we're going to have the conclusion of tonight's show. So this is a product of Purpose Kingdom Network, uh, um, and uh, I'd like to thank those that are listening uh, online or via phone, no matter where in the world you are. We uh, greatly appreciate your listenership and your support here at Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to um, also say that I'd like to thank those that share with their friends and family members, letting letting them know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. Okay, anytime we do a live show, we do a live show. We're broadcasting on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. When we do a live show, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. And you can press the number one anytime you want to talk to any one of our hosts that are, you know, uh, on the air, and uh, we'll get you in as soon as we can. Okay, anytime you want to hear any of our past shows, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And all you have to simply do is just simply type in the host name or the show name. And you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. All right. We also invite you to uh, like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom on face- at Facebook. 
Uh, there you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we do make major announcements on our social media pages as well as others. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Twitter with the uh, with uh, purpose underscore kingdom. And from there, you know, uh, you can do likewise. Uh, if you want to contact us via email, you can contact us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer, uh, prayer request. Uh, we gladly honor that. And uh, for those that are in need of a Bible, uh, just leave your contact information, and we'll go ahead and uh, we can go and uh, see about getting your Bible. All right? And so uh, we can just um, real quickly, um, tomorrow evening, we will be having at the 9 p.m. hour of God's Will, God's Blessing, Peripheral Visions, and that's going to be hosted by Sister Antonia Batts. And uh, once again, with God's Will, God's Blessing, we hope you join us at the 9 p.m. hour for Peripheral Visions, and that's going to be hosted by Sister Antonia Batts, and that's going to be at the 9 p.m. hour. Okay, and um, also, you know, the rest of our weekly lineup are from um, after tomorrow, which is Sunday. Okay, so Monday we will have uh, Let's Talk About It, and that's going to be a host of our trio of ladies there. And then Tuesday we're going to have DTW Ministries, and that's going to be hosted by Reverend Aaron Williams. Okay, and then on Wednesday we're going to have The Dwelling Place, and that's going to be hosted by Sister Dominique Hudson. And uh, on Thursday we're going to have uh, D-Block Church. And then on Friday we're going to have our uh, special replay. All right, with that, that's going to be our weekly announcements for our, you know, our lineup here of Blog Talk Radio, Purpose Kingdom, uh, where we're going to have, uh, you know, our lineup. All right, so real um, real quickly, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. All right, so basically we learned, you know, a couple things. And um, let me see. <clears throat> let me see. Excuse me a second. Let me just do one thing real quick. Okay, yeah, so let me go ahead and uh, we'll wrap up things here. All right, so, uh, you know, the one thing that we we do know is that, you know, uh, seeing is believing, and sometimes just, you know, sometimes we have to get like a, a, a huge eye opener, you know, happen in our lives. And one of the things that, you know, we should always know that, you know, um, we're we're not, even though we have a feeling of abandonment, no, we're not abandoned, and no, you know, um, no, we're not alone. You know, he hears our prayers, and we just got to make sure we go ahead and we go ahead and, and just open our heart in, in prayer, you know, in prayer. All right, so um, we're at the end here, and um, I am wrapping things up. Um, have fun. I uh, love doing this. Uh, and, uh, you know, with God's own God's blessing, you know, I'll see everybody in two weeks, you know, um, and I hope, you know, this message, you know, resonates in, in your heart as well as, you know, um, your soul, because, you know, a lot of things have been, you know, you know, been done for us, on, you know, on our behalf, you know, sometimes, you know, it may seem that we're, we're doing the heavy lifting and, you know, um, oh man, it's like, uh, I'm doing all this and, you know, through all my efforts. You know, um, nobody's helping me. You know, uh, one thing I can say is nobody can truly say they've gotten anywhere or done anything on their own. You know, whether it was seen or unseen, you know, somebody's always there in the background working, you know, and 
and working on your benefit, you know, for the most part, you know, it doesn't really have to be known that, you know, people are working on your benefit, but just notice that, you know, somebody's always in your corner. And if you don't see them, you can pray to them. All right. Uh, with that being said, I am out of here. Uh, peace. You know, everybody enjoy. Be safe. Um, and don't forget, you know, um, you're not alone. All right. I'm out of here. Peace. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. He saved me.